Welcome to another episode of Lemonade Stand. And today my guest is Myrna and the Bulldog. All right. So a lot of people probably don't know about you guys because I only heard about you through a friend. So please <laughs> tell us all about yourselves. And let me just like from your bio on your webpage, I'm just going to read this a little bit. It says that you are a combination of Americana and blues with a nod to Mexican soul and Myrna with your sultry bluesy vocals and Daniel's gravelly Texas twang make an eclectic performance and you'll find yourself singing and dancing along too which I did and when I saw you guys at the bitter end I became an instant fan and um, yeah so and I, I watched your streaming stuff now with COVID and all going on you know so but um, again, welcome. So please tell us about yourself and the band and how you got started and how you got the name to Myrna the Bulldog. Well, thank you for having us, first of all. Thank you This so is exciting. Much. Um, we're happy to be here during this COVID. It's nice to see people. <laughs> Even though- <laughs> Virtually, right? Virtually. <laughs> <Anything>. <laughs> um, so yeah, basically, I'll start. You want me to start? Yeah. Basically, you so- start basically I start. Um, So we met years ago, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Alicia, and if she listens to this, hi, Alicia. (laughs) She's in Paris, Paris, yeah. Alicia and I were friends and our birthdays are right next to each other. So we had a joint party. And at the time she was managing Daniel's band called The Moment. And she said, I I know a band, they're going to play for free. I was like, yes. So we had this big party and Daniel and I met and nothing really happened. You know, we were just like, oh, thanks for playing, blah, blah. And um, then he had invited me. He sent me this invitation to do these open mics that he was doing. And at the time I was playing with this other woman. We would do like this duo show. So we showed up and started playing the open mics. It was a lot of fun. Got to know him. And um, then he asked me to sing on one of his tunes that he had played um and he wanted me to do some harmonies this beautiful tune um and so i said yes and we started working on it and as we were working on it i kind of felt something but ignored it (laughs) i never told you this (laughs) i never told you always 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 hold back ladies but uh, (laughs) give that mystery but yeah so i felt a little spark with him and i was like oh this is, this is interesting. <laughs> and um, he had me play at the show he played in, uh, where was it in? Um, Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi, We, Christi, we opened for uh, Morris Day in the Time. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. That was his band, The Moment. And yeah. so we, cool. and so I played and then we kind of kept in touch. And then there was a point when and he was with somebody at that time. So I was like, you know, nothing's going to happen. Some and would I, say. And, some would say, <laughs> and I was, I was all in my head, you know, with other stuff, but, um, so yeah, so then I wanted to start my own band and, and, um, his drummer and I were friends and he came to a little meeting and I said, we need, we need to find uh, a guitar player. Oh, wait a minute. You left this part out. What part? Uh, I told everybody we were in the green room. I said that this is either going to be the moment's zenith or the end. Well, the, end of ah. the, the end of his band. So I just qu- I quit playing. Oh. I've, I've been fronting that band for six years. It was just, oh, oh God. Hmm. Okay. So 
I retired to my rehearsal space. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> so his drummer, his drummer was like, oh, so let's get Daniel. And I was like, uh, no. I was like, he's a front guy. He's going to take over. And I really want it to be about me. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So I, I was like, so no. I just want to show up and play guitar. Yeah. So That's he it. was telling me, he's like, no, he'll, he'll be fine. So he came to the meeting and we were like, okay. Oh, yeah. And I said, these are the rules, right? I was no, like, wait a minute. She starts playing these tunes. No, not yet. That was oh. rehearsal. I'm oh, talking okay. about the meeting. Oh, oh yeah, we have to include also uh, <laughs> Voodoo John was our our um, our um, percussion player at the time, and he was kind of heading this all up. We had, I don't know if you've ever heard of Antones. It's a pretty famous bar um, in te Austin, Texas, with for the blues, okay. um, and we went there one time. He and I and. Clifford Antone was alive at that time. He's the one that started Antone's. He's like the godfather of Austin blues. For sure. Okay. <laughs> and so, so John told him, Uta John was like, oh, you need to hear her sing. And I sang there in front of him. And he was like, you need to come Monday nights for open mic. I was like, okay. So, so yeah, that we were already talking about starting this band. And so Daniel came along and then we had the meeting and I made sure and told him, you're not going to take over. <laughs> I'm not I'm not I want it to be okay. about me and my because I was I was like a new songwriter at the time and I gotcha. and I and I wasn't overly confident you know and but I wanted to work on my stuff you know gotcha. yeah so then we had our rehearsal and now you can talk about the rehearsal so here I'm sitting at, it was in my rehearsal space which was one of the coolest places ever <laughs> primarily it was free that was one good <laughs> But, uh, the other Free's thing, always good. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, here are these people pile in, and here she starts singing. And I can, I can listen to somebody. I found out that this is, this is something I can do. Um, I can listen to somebody sing, and I can figure out. You know, I'm sure billions of people can do this, too, but I can figure out what they're playing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm listening to her. We go through this, this first song. And I go, did you write that? Mm. She goes, yeah. I go, wow. So she threw another. This, this went on like five times. <laughs> you wrote that. There you go. Yeah. Mm. I said, yeah. wow. Yeah. So that's when I decided that I wanted to join this band because she is really, she is a songwriter. She's not a, re, a, a, a song rewriter. I hear you. Because, you know, yeah. you hear these people, uh, you know, they take the same tired old tunes and just put new mm -hmm. words to it. Sure. She actually writes. So. Okay, we're going to make out it. now. No, y'all. Get in time. Stop it. It's my get podcast. <laughs> it's my time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, she wow, that's so sweet. Thank well, you. You're really, you're that's great. great. I love Aww. that. So, yeah, at that time, the band was Myrna and the Gree Gree Blues Band. Okay. And that, then after that, right, so we did my solo album. And um, at that time, my brother knew uh, Jerry Martini. We call him Papa Jay from <laughs> uh, Sly and the Family Stone. And he's the sax player. Okay. And he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. My brother nice. knew him and asked him if he would play on my record. So we sent him the stuff and he was like, yeah, I'll play with you guys. I was like, oh my God, on my record. So he's on my record, Ooh, right? My first, yeah. my first CD. But he was the one during all of this time that uh, he, he actually named him the Bulldog. 
Ah, he said he was we were doing something and he goes if the bulldog's not happy i'm Ooh. gonna you know i'm not happy either. i'm not happy either and we were like that is the coolest name there you go right i love and then that I, right and then i said you know what if a rock and roll hall of famer gives you a nickname maybe you, you should go with it maybe you should go with it good karma so, right there yeah <laughs> so exactly then, so then we then we renamed ourselves to uh myrna and the bulldog but we we were in Austin, Texas, and most of our fans are there. So we had a following there. I'd, I'd been given mm -hmm. my day in the city. So I had my own day. Um, really? And we'd, you know, we'd, yeah. And I mean, I was inducted into uh, the Texas Music Museum. I just popped right? my back. You popped your back. That's nice. <laughs> That was a long time ago before we had back problems. But so, you know, on our website, we've got all the little things, the accolades that we got. And then uh, we ended up moving here seven years ago okay. because I wanted to pursue my acting career gotcha. further because I, I was first and foremost an actor. And so starting here, we had to start all over, which is why, you know, it's like we're trying to get a little our fan base here. Mm -hmm. And um. They were doing pretty good till about eight months ago. Yeah, yeah. Up until COVID, we were yeah. doing really good. <laughs> I and agree. Then, yeah. Right? And then, um, so we were getting, you know, our name was getting out there and we were starting to get people, followers. And um, mm -hmm. of course, we picked up, we picked up Frank, <laughs> our drummer along the way, who we love. Cool. And, um, and uh, who you know. And yes. then um, also uh, Audrey Morris, who plays... Um, violin some I'm people not, call it fiddle fiddle <laughs> and hey. i'm not sure if, if she was playing that night you came but then we had robbie frost who was um our bass player and we found out too he's well we knew he was an amazing keyboard player he's an amazing piano player mm -hmm. and so the last show that we did before everything was shut down which was literally like a week before everything shut down mm -hmm. he got on that piano at um End. bitter end and just yeah. laid it down it was so it was the most amazing show it was fun it was and that was the one time we didn't get uh we usually get this woman that comes and records the one time we didn't get her to record oh, no. that sucks. Right? and that yeah. was your last show before obviously covid hit and then right. that was it and everybody's yeah. calendars were empty <laughs> like everybody in the entertainment industry you know so um so with that being said like how did you guys deal with the pandemic personally and music wise? Oh, you know, we, you, you know, we skipped, we skipped our whole romance, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta I go. We have no time for that. No, just, <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no. I was just saying in between all of that, when we became a band, he was pursuing me and I was like, no, no. Oh. And then, and then <laughs> we became a relationship, hit it from the band for a while. Cause we didn't want to end up like breaking up the band because of it, but about three then, months, yeah. nobody knew, but nobody knew. And then we got married and oh, romantic. Yes, cool. very romantic. <laughs> but I'm sorry, your question again. No, 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 that's <laughs> okay. I know. Um, oh, the, the yeah, but, deal. yeah, basically like, you know, how you're coping, like how you're doing musically and mentally and, and living in New York, because this is new for you too. Seven years. I would still, say that's newbies no you're not obviously but it's yeah. different from texas and i've Very i've grown up here so i know it's like you you need to have tough skin and all that good stuff so oh yeah yeah oh, so yeah. let's talk a little about that oh yeah the pandemic boy that just we kind of 
got wind of it early and mm-hmm. and um because I, I when i first heard i was like this is bad mm-hmm. and this is not going to be good so we actually started quarantining ourselves we maybe about like, a week before everybody was uh, told to okay. yeah and we thought oh this will be like two weeks it'll be no. fun let's just have a vacation <laughs> no i didn't think so and you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be okay. Everything's going to yeah. be fine. And then it's like, everything's not going to be fine. Oh my God. After that, I think it was, it was a matter of just, you know, keeping ourselves creative mm-hmm. and continuing that muscle because mm-hmm. it's really to. hard. Yeah. You do. Mm-hmm. And so I had been continuing with like my voiceover work. I was still doing that. I have my little booth where I record my little closet. (laughs) And um, so we'd been doing that, but then um, we were trying to come up with something, you know, to do. And we wanted to do something for our family and for our friends and just to cheer them up and to, you know, put some hope out there, put something positive out there, something to make people laugh, you know, and make them enjoy the time and cry. No, not crying. But but I had always loved uh, the Carol Burnett show. Yes. And all those like old timey variety shows. Mm-hmm. And so because of my acting and my music, I thought, oh, we should we should do a. Well, I've always wanted to do this. Let's do it. Let's just do a variety show. Let's put on a show. Let's put on a show. And and he was for it. He was like he he listens to my crazy ideas. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm gonna write these skits. And then we're going to put it all together and I'll have music and all these things and interviews and all this Mm -hmm. stuff. And so I just started writing and we started just filming and just going for it and just putting all these shows. And then I would edit like for, I would like not sleep. I was like (laughs) manic because I was not sleeping. I was like editing and we wanted to put it on and we wanted to do this and we want to do that. And so, and this is really, I'm sorry, is this the streaming shows that you put on you're talking yes. about? Yes. Okay, yeah. Myrna and the Bulldog in 3D. It did an awesome job. And, and it made me laugh. Oh, yeah. good. <laughs> I know a lot, of, a lot of our friends and family, they, they really enjoyed the show. Um, and it was just something to keep everybody. And I, even my, our violin player, we couldn't play with her. But she was like, oh, it made me look forward to something, you know, because right now we were so depressed. So... You know, for after the first show, I was, we were exhausted. We were exhausted. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, ah, we got to keep going. Second show Second was, show more, was intense, more intense. We bought all these wigs and costumes and set changes. Well, I just got a text from H Factor. He <laughs> says, I'm no Johnny Cash. You know, <laughs> so we just, you know, we got all this and, and we just kept going, right? And it just became bigger. And so we were like, oh my gosh. So we've already, we actually, during that time, our little Chihuahua, our 17 year old Chihuahua passed away. And so thank you. And, and he, I wanted to keep busy to not think about that Mm -hmm. and not think about getting depressed about all this and have something to look forward to, because I think that's what we need. You know, you have to have, you have to continue with goals. Definitely. And think about the future, even though right now it's, it's, you know, right. slowly, slowly starting to, um, to be able to go out and, and hopefully and see people. Yeah. But during that time too, like my, 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 um, my brother just passed away oh, sorry. two oh. weeks ago. I know that was really, really oh. hard for us. We went to Texas. Thank yeah, you. Now we're quarantined again. Oh, we yeah. can't go anywhere for two weeks. Because we came back. But okay. he was like my, my bestie. And he was, 
he was always watching the show. My, my sister-in-law told me how well, he like, was the judge. Yeah, he was the judge on the show. On the second episode, I wrote him a part because he's just so funny. And I just, we always love to do little sh things together. And so I wrote him the show. He filmed it back in Texas. And he, and you know, and I edited it here. And um, it was, it's, I'm just so grateful I have that. Mm -hmm. I have that. And um, he was one of my, one of my biggest fans, like always getting the family, like the show's coming on, you guys, or anything I'd be on TV, you know, she's going to be on, everybody gather. You oh, know. he was oh, your advocate, basically. Oh, oh I love that. Yeah. We all need that. He's like I know. Pillars, the pillars in our life are cheerleaders, you know, mm -hmm. and that's, that's exactly what we need right now, too. Yeah, no kidding. I know. Oh, so, yeah. so because of that, we've been kind of, you know, we came back in quarantine and the show kind of got, got pushed. Gotcha. So we just actually recently, before you contacted us, we were like talking about, okay, let's get it together. Let's, let's continue on because yeah. we need this. It's, it's important start for afresh. us. Let's start afresh and, and, and continue and have something that will give us hope, you know, and yes. something to look forward to is something, a way to be creative. That's right. I totally agree and, um, with you. With that being said, what's on the horizon for the band? What, what's in the future? What's, What's cooking? Well, this is something interesting. I also worked on a short, a short film um, mm. that I directed and edited, and um, and I was in with some friends, and we did it, you know, it's in, in our four, own homes. Four film festivals. Yeah, it's gotten into four film festivals, and I said, I said, honey, we always have wanted to put our music. I think our music is really fits into. Uh, you know, movies and TV, mm -hmm. and we wanted to do that. And so I said, let's do the song for this. And so we wrote the song for it and it turned out pretty good. And so I think for the future, oh, and, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because Audrey was able to lay down some, some violin and send it mm -hmm. to us. Cool. So I think the future for us right now is to do more of that, like e recording mm -hmm. individually okay. and bringing it together. And then also we talked about having a outdoor, mm -hmm. like go to the park and play yeah. at a safe distance. And we're, we're talking Frank into it and talking to, every, <laughs> talking to everybody. Into doing and that's what people are doing, playing in the parks. So that so our so yeah we're looking at number one continuing the show, uh, recording stuff although separately you know and bringing it together, um, and then trying to do coordinate a show that we can do outdoors. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I, I think that's all you know that but now we winter's can. coming in. So. Oh, and winter's coming. Yeah, unfortunately, got to take those uh, nice days when you can because, yes, exactly, winter is coming. Um, Another thing we didn't talk about, she had, uh, around her first CD, 10 tunes, she wrote uh, a show around Oh, a one-woman musical. And, mm -hmm. and we performed it at the Long Center in Austin, which would be the equivalent here in you know, a big hall. And Papa Jay came in, and he played, and we filmed it, Edited. It was. It, it was cool. It's really. I just want to say thank you so much again for being here. Oh, thank you. And I think you guys have so much creativity going on <laughs> among the two of you. It's just, 
it's bursting at the seams, oh, I must say. Thanks. And uh, Myrna, you do the editing. I think that's amazing in itself because I'm an editor as well. So I totally know all that it entails. It and it's a lot of nitty gritty. And like you said, you're working in the wee ends of the morning, things like that. But um, but I so I want to throw out this last question to you guys. Uh -oh. Hey, you know, <laughs> what's your message to everyone? What do you want everyone to know? thoughts that you want to share with everyone or just spread some joy anything you have the floor basically oh. so basically what i want to say is hang in there hang in there and we're all going through this together reach out to right now is the time to reach out to friends and family and check up on people we want everyone to know that um what we create we do it out of love and trying to spread some happiness and joy and hope uh, to people. We want people to relate to our music, to understand that some of the stuff you go through, you're not by yourself. And you should never, instead of going inward, this is the time to go outward. Because it, it's very important. Friends, family is just so important right now, I think more than anything because that's the only way that's all we got left you know right now that's what yeah. we have right now what do you have to oh no he's got that devilish smile oh i can't edit him oh <laughs> okay uh, it's all good i was gonna say can i say a few words Go for it. i'll be quiet i talk a lot <laughs> a few words i asked if i could say oh that. lord see i told you <laughs> You have nothing no, to say. No, actually, actually, to be honest about it, you have faith. Um, I don't know who said it, but it's always darkest before the dawn. Yeah. So let's wait for the dawn. Yes, I agree. Thank you so much again for being here oh. and spreading your love, your poetry, your music, your passion for life. I think everyone needs that right now. Like you said, we just need family and friends to hold on to until we can get out of this darkness, basically, too. So thank you. Thank you so thank much. You. This was fun. Yeah, <laughs> great.